0: Amen. Hello, and welcome to Relax Mail. All right, so this week we've got a, a special guest. This is um, someone who I've talked to a couple, three times uh, over the uh, over Zoom sessions and and other sessions. And I've just I've gotten around to where I've really enjoyed her her message. And yes, this is the first woman we've actually had on on the show. Everybody, give a cheer! Yay! So, everybody, I'd like for you to welcome Lindsay Marie onto the show. She is a relationship coach, and we're going to be talking this week about how, to, how us men can actually develop our relationship and get a stronger relationship, not only with your wives, but maybe with your, with your kids. And uh, we're going to be t- uh, seeing what type of knowledge she can be able to drop on us uh, this week. So anyhow, Lindsay, thank you for joining. How are you today?
1: Thank you for having me, Brian. I'm doing well.
0: So you're, uh, you've been, uh, you're a relationship coach. So when it comes to, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll dive right on into it. When it comes to relationships, what is the biggest problem that you see men have?
1: Yeah. So, um, I work primarily with men on dating and relationships and men who are in partnerships, um, and all stages of relationship. So, It differs slightly, but the core is really their own sense of self and their own sense of ability to communicate uh, in a way that is received by their partner and to build this dynamic of healthy intimacy and all basically through communication, both verbal and nonverbal. And ultimately, that all starts with their sense of self, with their self love, with their confidence with their uh, masculine energy and their drive and their dedication. And a lot of men have been socialized into being passive uh, because of post feminism. And, um, and then also these concepts that masculine is like mass, that's like what masculine is, is that strength and that power uh, when, and most men have not been taught how to be vulnerable in a way that's supportive for them in a way that builds trust in a way that, you know, like they're not fearing, Oh, I'm going to be taken advantage of or look like I'm weak or uh, so I really support men in creating those dynamics with their partner, wherever they're at and learning to really trust themselves.
0: All right. And so when you say that uh, men really have a believe that masculinity is that full, you know, full strength and all that, now personally i think that is part of masculinity um but i'm wondering where do you think why do you think uh, a lot of men have gone wrong with almost overdoing it with the uh, thing with the uh, element the the whole strength element
1: well i definitely think it's part of masculinity too and i think that it's it's why women are attracted to men, also because we want you to protect us because you are just naturally stronger than us. So there's that instinctual drive to find a man who is strong and can be that, be that man in certain circumstances. I think the the challenge is really in um, the loss of of a sense of. Love and 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 vulnerability in that space, like like a lot of men see, like I gotta be strong and I gotta have this wall up, okay. you know, this wall where I uh, don't allow a- any of my emotions to be expressed, and I and men often actually tend to stuff anger around their partners because they don't want to be. Aggressive, And then sometimes it comes out later, like when they get ticked off, they can they can get angry and um, or they or it affects their health. It can affect right. their health, too.
0: OK, so when it's when it comes to uh, comes to to being a, a masculine guy and we've been told, you know, the, these whole times that we need to, you know, we've been had these in, in school and and college and all that we've had that whole um almost indoctrination of you you can't be you know the popular term being toxic masculinity which is is a, a um is if there is a a a uh a spark for a good doc uh uh Discussion with anybody is whenever I hear somebody say that there's such thing as a toxic, uh, as toxic masculinity. So, but with the, with the spirit of what they're actually saying, because, to, uh, to be a toxic person is actually, you know, um, impossible because there's not anybody who had, walks around with true, uh, uh venom in the in on their skin or packing some type of venom on them to where they can actually you know be toxic to somebody it's because there are a lot of times people refer to that as uh that they're having some type of control over the other person's emotions and now uh, that one is is so when it comes to toxic masculinity i really find that whole term uh, a deplorable term but with how men have been raised by their the in, people of influence being the teachers and the professors in schools and colleges, what is it that what is it that they're getting getting so wrong with trying to trying to tamp down that uh that male that masculine energy that uh, that they have? what is it that they can that is uh what is it that they, they're trying to I'm trying to figure the best way to phrase that and I keep tripping over words. Um how do you get what would possibly be the well I had a question in my head and it just kind of, as I spoke, it, dre- <laughs> it died away. Yeah.
1: Can I tell you the question I'm hearing? Okay, go for it. Yes. Statements? So the, the question I'm hearing is what's what's the challenge with being in the healthy masculine? Or There what's you go. Missing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back online are, there. Yeah. <laughs> Does that resonate with you?
0: Yeah. No, that works. That works good. Yes.
1: And and this is actually what I do is I ask people questions based on their context and what they're talking about. So this is perfect example of, of how I support other people. So, um, and normally I would let you answer the question, but you're asking me, right. so I will, I will answer it. I will answer it from my perspective. Um, first of all, I think that, you know, boys are, taught to be strong, don't cry, don't blah, 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 this. And then they're also on the other end, like, don't yell, don't talk, don't back talk to the teacher, like, don't. So they're emasculated in a way. And mm-hmm. and emasculation is just basically not being allowed to be who you are and be trusted with doing a task. Because the masculine, healthy masculine wants to provide wants to fix things, wants to build things. And when society doesn't trust men to do that anymore, and I'm talking on a, like, I mean, you could go with all the stuff that's happened in the news, Mm -hmm. like the really bad stuff with, with men mistreating women, but that's only a small percentage of men. I'm talking on a microcosm in the classroom or with a mother or with a wife or a girlfriend not trusting her man to do something because she knows she's figured out like, well, how to do it. Right. That's like the foundation of emasculation. And it starts at a very young age because boys are, I mean, all kids are like, I want to do this and blah. They right. get like, really get excited. The and we're like,
0: yeah. Then we're like,
1: no, we like shove them down.
0: <laughs> Sit
1: yeah. in your seat, do this, be this way. Um, so it all really starts there. Okay. Um, and I think I I don't have a solution for the whole school system yet, but right. it, it is something that I think about a mm-hmm. lot. I do think about that. And it, and it mostly comes with um, learning how to communicate again, bringing that back with like, being in a place of neutrality around situations. um, like, honestly with, with partners, knowing that she's not intentionally trying to emasculate you. It's just how our society has been like socialized. So right. being able to have the conversation, like, Hey, I would just, I just wish that you would trust me to figure this out on my own. Like, like making requests, making mm. requests of your partner. And with the whole awakening I like to think of it as wounded masculine and wounded feminine okay. instead of toxic. We all have we all have childhood wounds, whether you're a man or a woman like right. women do things that are also from a place of wounding as well, too. And so the part of becoming an awakening and being in an enlightened and a conscious partnership is understanding your own wounds Mm -hmm. that cause you to retreat to back down or to lash out because what they call quote-unquote toxic masculinity is actually both sides of that it's avoidance and aggression right so like and i agree with you i don't think that that toxic's like a buzzword and i if you call if you feel like you're toxic or call yourself toxic. Like that's actually the most toxic thing. Is <laughs> right. They use the actual word. So um and wounded isn't that great of a word either. Like I I do think that it's more like like some some teachers really talk about and I resonate with this the concept of of being a, a boy and then a prince and then a king. And like or being a a like What's the one like a a guard, like being a guard and then a prince and then a king. Um, So like these different stages of masculinity. So there is no wounded masculine or unhealthy masculine. It's just learning the experiencing the progression of becoming a king. And I think that um, I mean, I know there are a lot of bad quote unquote bad kings in history too. No, so it, it, go there. But I'm talking about in a sense of like I am worthy. Right. And I think that's the main essence is that healthy, divine masculine is approaching the world with from a place of love. Like standing, these are my values, this is what I want. Right. And I am I am giving and loving to you. Would you like to meet me there? And then the feminine can choose to surrender into that. And that's what healthy feminine wants is that they just want to surrender into this container of the masculine energy. That is like, this is my value in my life. Now though there's most women have been taught to be masculine. So, and so that can be challenging too. So there's so many different intricacies of it.
0: Okay. So with, uh, with that bit of knowledge, when it comes to us trying to let's say with um, with a married guy or may, maybe a guy who's dating uh, dating a, a a woman and they're they're struggling how do you what is a way that a a guy can actually communicate with his wife in a very masculine in a well, not even very in, just in a, a general masculine uh in a masculine fashion how can they be able to communicate Without them, you know, without the 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 their partner, you know, reacting in a way where they think that they're, you know, they're mansplaining or or anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally, <laughs> mansplaining.
0: Always, it all, always start,
1: it all starts in the body, actually. Okay. Because remember, there's there's feminine and masculine, and they meet. They meet in a. Like, like a magnet they they connect right. so okay um, so y- y- as your healthy masculine bleeds into the healthy feminine they become one in a way so you're both embodying both qualities in in an essence okay. um, as far as the communication goes it starts in your body in that like a lot of men are up here in their single focus yeah. they might be focused on. On the problem, and a lot of women are single focused too. Like, we've been trained to be that way, even though we might switch back into the feminine, which is diffused focus, like thinking about multiple things, multitasking. Okay.
0: Okay. I see um, what you're
1: so, I think it's really important to first of all notice is my partner in her masculine energy or her feminine energy? Is she like, I'm working on this project, don't interrupt me? That's masculine. Or is she like, Let's connect and let's talk about things and I wanna tell you about this and I wanna tell you about that or I have a problem and I just wanna vomit it because I have a problem and I wanna vomit it.
0: And I'm sorry. But the, the visual I just had in that whole thing was seeing a, a man and a woman, they're trying to talk and eventually you have the guy break down, and go, Dad gummit, let me talk for talk like a guy for a little bit, you'd be the woman. <laughs> so <laughs> So just just, uh, just, uh, Yes. it was a, it was a visual. I was just like going, yep, yep. That would probably be something I would have. It's like, darn it. I want to be the man. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> well, well, that, that, that's when the requests come in. That's when the requests come in. Like, honey, I feel like, like, like I want to figure this out for myself or for us. Can you trust me to figure it out without needing to woman's plate me?
0: You know? <laughs> exactly.
1: Like without like like which is emasculating, right, so, um, and a lot of women don't that's not talked about as much as mansplation is, you know, like emasculation, a lot of people don't really know what it means, and it's very subtle, and they're not intending to like, you know, destroy your destroy your masculine energy, but like it's really this this give and take of that, and I think when you're a lot of times you can communicate with your body because the body and the feeling is the feminine and the masculine is the focus intention, like okay. on love or on trust or on peace
0: gotcha. or creating
1: gotcha. peace. And the, the body is the center where you can communicate that with a partner, especially if you've been with them for a long time, Okay, you can start to learn how to tap into that energy, even on a like, like mindful meditative Spiritual level, mm-hmm. and stand in that energy so much that whenever you're talking to them, they're feeling you more than they're hearing your words. So no. they're, um, and that's something that's hard to explain in a podcast. It's more,
0: you yeah, know, like, no, I get you, but,
1: but you can, you can do it. I mean what you want in your partner is basically who you get to be for yourself right. and is the the qualities that you trust, honesty, love, whatever. And then the tricks of the communication dynamic, like I said, are just understanding who's in their masculine, who's in their feminine. Right. Cause a lot of men get in their feminine and they want to talk details and all these things. And mm-hmm. like, they don't want their woman to try and figure it out either. They just want to listen. They just want someone to listen to them talk about like, well, I had this crazy day at work and this client and blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes, or like, I really want to fix the house. And these are all the ideas that I have for fixing the house. Like, um, and those are examples where you um, ask like, Hey, can you just listen? Like, I would really appreciate it if you just listen. And I'm trying to figure this out on my own. Like, can you just hold space for me to just listen right now? And a woman can do that too. You'll actually talking to her like that, she'll start to pick up like, Oh yeah, I just want him to listen right now. Cause most women just want you to listen, Mm -hmm. getting back to the mansplation thing. They want to vomit their problem and all of their feelings out. And they don't want you to do anything with them except for stand there and hold space. Right. Um, And then you can just say, is there anything else, honey? Is there anything else? And trusting also too, that this is another thing about healthy masculine is that they're not perturbed by a woman's, emotions by the feminine flow mm. of energy that is all over the place. Okay. Because our hormones are different than yours. So right. uh, they stand like, like if she's like freaking out about something, the man is in his masculine being the calm, being what he wants to provide for his partner, the okay. space to listen. in. Uh, if that makes sense. No, that,
0: that make sense. That does. That makes a lot of sense because, um, That's one of the one of the big issues that a lot of us guys uh, have is when you're saying single focused when we're because a lot of times we listen for what the problem is and as soon as we hear what the problem is it's oh okay well this is what you need to do this is how we can fix that you you know and I I, it's after (laughs) after 25 years of marriage I'm finally it's finally dawning on me that oh they really don't care what the what the actual solution is they're they already know how they're going to how they're gonna resolve the issue. They just need to get the the emotional fog cleared out so that they can actually clearly clearly think and approach what the problem is. Or at least that's how I've envisioned how how women the mysterious woman's mind actually works. <laughs> exactly. So what is something that um that us guys say on let's uh let's say it's just a normal everyday day you come in you're hi honey how you do how you doing how was your day give you a kiss and um what is a good way to connect in a with a relationship just on an, on a uh just on your average day from the average day we'll go to a more high energy type of day but on on just your average typical Thursday afternoon you got home from work you just got finished doing a 30 minute commute and, and, you know, you had a rough day at work, but it wasn't anything horrendous. And, you know, you're not about to get fired or anything like that. So you're just home yeah. for, for the, for the, for the day. You're just kind of, ah, you're unwinding and you go, Hey, honey, and you want to try to be as, as present to your wife so you can be as connected. Cause again, we don't know how, what her day was like. We know what our day was, was like, but you know, yes. how do you, what's a good way to, for, for men to, to, build their relationship on a, on a good, just typical Thursday afternoon?
1: Yes. That's an incredible question. Okay. So first of all, masculine needs transition time. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of women don't know that and they don't provide it. You'll walk in the door and be like, honey, blah, 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 blah. Like right away. Like they'll start talking to you <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Whoa. <laughs> I just drove thirty minutes. I'm still like, I'm not there yet. Um, uh, Even if you're not expressing that out loud, your body sort of goes into that tightness. Right. Um, Oh yeah. Very much so. So, uh, important technique that I recommend for men is to actually, before they get out of their car, give themselves the transition time in the car.
0: That's so actually a, it's our, actually a piece that I'm I'm working on for a couple of weeks from now is actually the drive I'm call I call it the driveway where it's just once you're there you sit and just you know don't listen you know whatever it is you're typically doing just jump over do something where it's as a as a true just a release time like just you may not listen to you may be a podcast listener and this is something because this is what I normally do the end of the day, um, whenever I get done, I'm usually in, uh, in uh, over in a uh, larger city in Oklahoma called Oklahoma City, which I'm sure most people have heard of it, and I've got about an hour and a half drive from there back to the house. And so I stop listening to audiobooks, even if it's a fictional audiobook, and I turn to just music, just, you know, upbeat, fun music, and that whole drive home is my transition time now. So to to be able to yeah you've still got a little bit of an unwind once you get there you might just sit there in the in in the driveway for just a couple few more moments just to really make sure you've got you know you've got the changing of hats care of is that kind of is that what no that kind of stole your fire but
1: no 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 that's great that you resonated with that because you're a man you know so like you're that that example for all the guys out there um it's yeah, I think that even though when you're driving, you're still very uh even if you're decompressing and you're consciously doing that, I think that's great. You are still single focused on getting somewhere.
0: True. So okay, just, good point.
1: Just like you said, driveway time, like taking a moment to just feel yourself in your seat and and take a few deep breaths, like really deep breaths, like like invigorating your whole body with air. Okay. Um, and and you can do even like if you have your own breathing technique yourself. Um, I actually coached someone uh, who had a lot of challenges when he would first come home from work with his wife. Mm -hmm. And he did this breathing, deep breathing before going in and it completely changed his whole trajectory with her. Um, And I didn't even share with him the other things because it was like one session, but that I'm going to share with you now, which is so you get that grounded sense. So first of all, you get that grounded sense in your body, present. And, um, and then you think about what do I want to create with my wife when I go inside or with my girlfriend or with, or on a date, like, let's say you just got to a date. Like how do I want her to feel when I walk in the door? Like don't want her to feel happy. Do I want her to feel, um, excited? Do I want her to feel turned on? Like, like whatever it is you want her to feel like, um, passion, uh, you get to feel that for yourself. So, um, this is tapping into that energy. First of all, and the sensations. This is a way that men, uh, that I coach men in supporting them to learn how to be connected with their feelings is by thinking about, Oh, when was what? What does the joy feel like? When are some times I felt a lot of joy? And then how do I feel that in my body? Okay. So like, where do I feel it? Is it a warm sensation? Like actually describing the sensations in your head right. and feeling them in your body. And then just going in the house and being in that energy.
0: Okay. okay. And, uh,
1: and, but being in it in such a way that no matter where she, that you stay in that energy, like, like, you can still meet her in her frustration or sadness or whatever, but in your body, you're, you're staying in that energy and that's the masculine point for the feminine to uh, uh, surrender or arrive to, or um, you know, be with. And so when you are being passionate for, when you're being passionate in yourself, you create passion in your relationship. Like, when you're being passionate, you're going to be like, Oh honey, your hair is so amazing today.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Oh my gosh, honey. Work was like really challenging, but I'm just so glad to be here right now. Like you hear the tone of my voice. Right. Right. So, and that's me being embodied in my passion. And and, uh, so that's an example. And, and um, being fun, you know, being funny, like joking with her, picking her up, hugging her, like, pinching her butt even Mm. like (laughs) doing things that like doing things that like catch her off guard a little bit that that shift that shift her energy right um those are all things that that bring in that deeper connection you know and and then really just listening to her like that's really important that you've taken that space outside of the driveway uh-huh. because then you have the space to listen to her. Your head's not like going all over the place. Right. And then at a certain point, she'll be like, how was your day? And then you can tell her how your day was. Okay. That, so, build that
0: connection. so be intentional on what you on the energy you want to be able to provide, provide your, your wife or girlfriend when you're coming and when, right before you walk through the door, uh, a lot of times, I've heard uh, a couple other uh, men talk about how. uh, Well, I think it was um, not Woody Guthrie. Um, Oh, good grief! Um, uh, A humorist, can't think of his name right now. Anyhow, he was he's famous for uh, uh, here in Oklahoma. Um, Anyhow, he's uh, there was. one guy who always talked about how he would actually have his work hat, uh, and he once he every day he got home he would leave his work hat hanging on the uh, very be very intentional, making sure that he left his work hat sitting on on the fence post or at the gate post, and on that gate post he would have dad hat or husband hat, and he would throw that on as he went into uh, the door, and again that's a, another kind of representation of your be intentional on what, how you want to enter into whatever that uh, relationship is be intentional with that, is that essentially another way of what you're, of what you're, yeah. what you're saying.
1: Yes. And I think the important part for men is really to, to not, uh, the, is, is to stand in that intention okay. regardless of what's going on with the, with the woman or with the kids. Um, To to respond, yes, to respond, um, but to respond from that place of intention, that love, that trust, Uh, because a lot of times most human beings, it's normal to like want to recoil or react or like change our energy when something chaos is ensuing in some way, Mm -hmm. and that's our survival instinct. So, um, and some men have a tendency to avoid and other men have a tendency to want to control um, in their survival instinct space. Mm-hmm. So this is the healthy masculine of I am love. I am the provider of love. I can create this love just by being in, in the way that I respond. Um, and then from that place other it's, it's like a natural, you'll see it in like a crowd of people or like if the person on stage is like rioting, like, like in a punk show or like they just start going crazy at one point, then the, the whole audience starts going crazy. Right. So it's like a mirror, we're always mirroring, mirroring each, other. each other. So that's another indication too. If if like something's going on in my partner, it's like, oh, how is that? How am I mirroring that? Like where in my life am I mirroring their sadness or their lack or right. and how can I shift that in myself and be a leader in the relationship? Okay.
0: So say you are, you've had the typical normal Thursday afternoon drive home, all that, and you get home and you find out that uh, you know Junior he he's decided he's going to be Picasso with a loaded diaper and uh, the you know everything he's mom's tied up in the corner and you've got to, the other seven Indians uh, of the house they they're building up a bonfire in the living room. And you can see, it's just been you know, it's just been a, a hellacious day for wife. And uh, how do you how do you be able to maintain mm-hmm. that? Huh, I'm going to be loved, but oh my gosh, how do we do love in the middle of chaos? How do yes. You, how do with when you run in di- uh, face first into something that is diametrically opposed to what you thought you were going to be walking into? How do guy? How should a a guy react to that?
1: Well, first of all, it's very challenging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was an elementary school teacher and I chose oh, really? against it because it was so challenging. Yeah. <laughs> so like when I say what comes out my mouth is not as easy as it sounds. I will just start with that. Yep, so, you First of all, that. you got to be very compassionate with yourself when you, res- when you do respond or you might react to something, you got to be okay with it being messy because that's the space for growth. Okay. So the most important thing, though, to know about all human beings is that nobody is misbehaving. Nobody is misbehaving. Everyone is behaving based on their knowledge and experience of the world so far so that they can get their me- needs met.
0: I got you. Got you. Okay.
1: So coming from that place of neutrality, allows the diaper and the fire and the like thousand dollars worth of damage and like mom like poor mom I'm so sorry like the 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 it it allows for you to let go of the guilt shame fault and blame
0: okay. right away
1: right away and then and from that place then you can address the situation I'm not saying you don't need to like have a conversation with the kids about like what just <laughs> happened with the fire <laughs> in the living room like and that that's not safe but it's the tone and the tone and the energy in which you approach it. So in those situations, like a lot of people can't come from a place of love, but you can at least come from a place of neutrality. Like, I mean like love, like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing kind of love. Like, but you can come from a place of neutrality. Right. Okay. So, so, and, and there's, um, there's a really great, amazing book um, called parent effectiveness training uh, by, uh, Thomas Gordon.
0: Okay. And,
1: um, and, uh, there's also some other stuff that I coach my clients on, on win-win conflict resolution and Mm. how to have, how to have conversations with their children or their partners, Uh, actually just, just funny that just had a session on this recently. And, um, it's from the framework that no one's misbehaving and that creates the trust for the child to then explain to you from their perspective, right. what happened, what happened. And um, once they know that they're not quote unquote in trouble, like they're not going to be punished right? or, or rewards are going to be removed, then they can um, communicate to you. And this is, this is a whole, this is a pretty big sequence that I could probably spend a whole hour talking about, but basically it's, it's like, Oh, I noticed that you're building a fire in the living room. Like, like this is an excuse, right? I mean, I know you'd probably put the fire out first, right? Put the fire out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But say like, like definitely come in and put out any, anything that's unsafe, like just put it out. Um, um, but I noticed that you were trying to build a fire in the living room. And notice how I didn't ask a question, but I implied that it was a question. Right. Or I noticed that you're feeling really frustrated right now. um like you
0: seem stressed
1: (laughs) and and i'm amplifying like i'm making it sound a little snarky uh, but that's just so that you can hear the tone of my like you inflect you inflect the statement about the behavior so you're noticing the behavior saying that you notice it that you see it or you you sense that there's a feeling like frustration and then you just wait for them to respond. Okay. And they're going to say, "Well, yeah, we wanted to, we are playing Indians and and like we have to have a fire cuz we're Indians." And um and then you literally repeat back what they said. You don't make any judgment, comments or questions about it but it is quite a process to really understand, but look up parent effectiveness training for anyone who's listening to this like incredible book. It's great. They have leader effectiveness training too. It's good for business, yeah. for anything. It's base- basically getting to the point where it's using active listening so that they can extend their own thinking to get all of their thoughts out about it and about why, why there's, cause they might not think that there's a problem, you know, like they might want to build the fire in the living room. Right. So at a certain point you got to say hey i feel really un-, you got to use feeling words mhm i feel really unsafe that you're building a fire in the living room and and i feel frustrated because it it can cause a lot of damage to the house and right. and, and and so um and then you let them respond and and you just and then you say like what's the solution so that we don't have to at a certain point, you do ask a question. You're like, "What's the solution?" or some solutions that you can think of, okay. so you can play Indians and have fun, and we don't have to risk burning the house down. All like, right. so like- so it's
0: not not a great idea to go in go in sounding like uh, Zeus on a rampage. Then Come in no. there, going, no, this is my domain, and just, you know, start. <laughs> so that's that's usually no, a, a I mean- bad move, huh?
1: Yeah, but with a fire, I mean, it can be hard not to do that, right? Like <laughs> right. Our, our instincts, our instincts kick in, and you know, if that happens, you can always talk. You just talk to the kids after, be like, "Daddy was really scared. You know, he was really scared that the house was going to burn down, and I'm I overreacted. So you just acknowledge that you're a human being too, right? And 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 then when they see that, that's actually sh- sh- models for them how to respond when they overreact okay. when they overreact. Cause we all, we're all going to do that. Um, but basically the last part is you let them come up with all the solutions okay. to whatever the problem is. Like this works for six year olds. Right. It's great. It, 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 it and and then you go through, you don't censor any of the solutions. Like if they say, let's burn the house all the way down, you write that down. You literally <laughs> write down everything that they say okay. and that builds trust because they're like, Oh wow. He's actually listening to what I'm saying. Okay. But then what you do is the final step is you go through all of the solutions. You're like, well, burning the house down doesn't work because I want a house to live in. Like right. you're still being the authority. So burning the house down doesn't work. Um, lighting a fire in the backyard doesn't work either that's unsafe like mm-hmm. um yes maybe i i think we could get a fake fire for you guys that sure. would be fun like if that's one of their options right. on there um so you find the options that work for you and that's what is creating the win-win because they came up with all the solutions and then you pick the ones that worked and then they get to pick the final one out of the ones that worked for you okay do you see how that and that's creating cognitive skills for kids that a lot of kids don't learn you know oh, if okay. they're if they're um it's super powerful i hope i that was like a whirlwind of that but <laughs> um definitely <laughs> i, I hadn't quite had, I
0: hadn't quite had that walk-in but i've had some where the wife was like you're taking the kids now cool <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, um, i figured you know just those those days where you walk in and you're like all right well this has been a great wonderful oh my god no this is going to be a horrible day <laughs> so
1: but oh, what yeah. you were so essentially talking
0: about was was that uh the the different types of, of uh of focuses that you were talking about there is that essentially what like um i'm trying to think of uh uh the virtual couch uh, uh eft emotionally focused training. Or therapy is that kind of what they're i think that's kind of what he's he talks about where you're actually uh, meeting meeting the uh uh kind of the person halfway you're you're hearing what they're saying and when they uh you're not you're not so much um asking you know you're you're asking questions for for clarity but even if they say something that that is say uh you emotionally say they say something and uh you want to try to make sure, make it imply something that is a, is a slight against you um he actually says always remember one of the first things is, is that they never wake up in the morning saying how can I hurt my my spouse it is
1: mm-hmm. s-
0: starting with the place of well okay they're coming from what they're what they're uh what they're aware of at that moment while you're coming from a completely different area. So that's where a lot of the questions, Oh really? How's that? Tell me more on that. Oh really? Yeah. So this is, that seemed like a good idea at that moment. Why did you think that was a good idea though? So those, that's kind of how you're, you're uh, going.
1: Yeah. Except the questions are a roadblock in heated, in heated situations.
0: They can be. Yes, so, I agree.
1: They can be. So, um, that's why using statements, like, I hear you say this, right? you know, um, like, uh, instead of saying, like, why did you do that? Or why did you choose to do that? Be like, I noticed that you did this in this situation. Like, just because, uh, or I'm hearing you say that you're really pissed off right now and that you just want to leave. Right. Like, acknowledging what they, um, that's, that's the only um I mean, totally, you can ask people questions like we ask people. It's important to ask questions in a relationship. It's just in circumstances where feelings are really tense. Asking a question also to a woman um, puts her in her masculine energy um, because she's up here now. Oh, okay. Oh, let me think about that. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. unless if you're asking her how she's feeling, if you're asking her how she's feeling, then it's bringing her back into her feminine questions like that. Okay. But um, if you're asking her to try and figure out why she did something or then you're putting her up in her um, mind. But if you're stating the question or if you're making it a statement,
0: then you're essentially
1: being a mirror for her to see where her own thoughts are and to extend her thinking beyond and and solve her own problem.
0: Okay.
1: And she okay. loves that. Right.
0: <laughs> that. And that that's that's the key right there. So to see here we got you so we've been about 45 minutes now. So, um you got uh, time for it to keep going or you got you getting pressed for uh press for the next uh, your next event?
1: Go ahead. I'm loving this.
0: Okay. Okay. So Um, so with the, uh, let's, let's tweak the, our scenario just a little bit more now. Okay. So we've taken the the bonfire and, and, and the heathens out, out of the, uh, out of the picture again. Um, but you've noticed a a lot of us guys will start somewhere along the way. We'll start to realize that something's just not quite jiving. We're just not quite. We're nothing's wrong. I mean, we the the bills are getting paid every month. We're you know we're just getting we're getting into that 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 rut that that uh, roommate syndrome. How do we start to to build a rebuild a connection that has essentially gotten a little worn down a little bit? We you know we've gone through. Through 10, 15, maybe even 20 years uh, of marriage, of seeing each other almost every day, if not every day. And it is now just, Hey, this is my wife and it's just my wife. It's not my wife, as in this is my, my lover. This is my, the, the, the queen of my world. This is. Uh, this is the, the fire of my loins, you know, all these other, you know, thoughts that we would normally have back when we were, you know, first married. But now that we're, we've made it a few revolutions around the sun, what are some ways that we can actually have, uh, try to, to keep that connection, uh, or reignite that connection, rebond, I guess, since we're talking connections instead of, instead of, uh, in, instead of fire. That with that connection, how do we fortify that connection?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a big challenge for a lot of people. Um, there, there are a lot of ways, it all starts again with what with, with you, so with choosing to be in the energy of like intimacy and mm. sexiness and playfulness like i think really the easiest way is to try to flirt with her the way that you did when you first okay got together and if she's like swatting you away like swatting you away like no no you just keep going you don't you don't let rejection and unless if she gets pissed you don't (laughs) let the rejection right you don't let it stop you (laughs) Um, because you're pursuing her. Just remember, like when you first starting dating a woman, she might be like, no, I don't want to see, or no, I don't want to do that. Or no, I'm not ready for that yet. Like she'll tell you no, but you're so like intent on her being with her that like, you're okay with that. Like you don't let it phase you. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So bringing yourself back to that pursuer role as a man and like, how can I pursue her and create this like like sensation of intrigue, like surprising her, maybe even scaring her, like from around the corner, like she's walking down the hallway and you're like, "Boo!"
0: Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Like kind of anything her on her
1: to, anything to jolt her system in a, in a fun way. You know, right. not, yeah,
0: not just anything to, anything to, just to jolt her
1: system, pushing your body up against her. Like if she's doing work in the chair, like pushing your body up against her body right. and being in that, that gooey what sensual energy Mm -hmm. um and even when she's not like unless if she's literally saying like no get away from me you know she's like not consenting Mm -hmm. assume that because she's your wife she's like consenting to you touching her her right you know like to rubbing up against her so like you that's that's uh a lot of men, like women will, their partners, their wives will, and I've worked with many men who have, like, they'll deny them sex. Mm-hmm. So, like, no, I'm tired or no, I don't feel good or no, I have back pain or no, I'm busy with work or, like, or no, I just don't want to. Like, and over and over, they'll, they'll get denied. And then the men just give up Right at a certain point. And, and that's um, that's being... Um, that's basically flipping the or neutralizing the polarity because now she's more masculine than you are. You've right. su- submitted to her um, whim in the moment when, like, even if it's happening over and over again, you still have the power to change it. Okay. Another very important book that I would check out is The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. Okay. And in that book, at the end, he explains the importance of withholding uh, ejaculation okay. uh, the, and the process of breathing the orgasm up the spine, and not going to masturbation or or like porn to mm-hmm. meet your to meet your own needs, needs. for. Uh, so, like, even energetically, just withholding your own. Um, with semen retention you can create this vitality he he talks about it that women will like intuitively sense like that you aren't like just um pleasing yourself without them and they'll start to want you like it's it's an intuitive it's like a chemical thing a chemistry um And it's, and he has a lot of, a lot of the techniques that I explained, I've learned from him because if you're being surrendered into her and her way of doing things, then she's become the man in the relationship. And so, and that's common, especially because a lot of men really like powerful women. They want to date women that are on their level with them, Uh but then they don't want to argue or like, or be dominant. But women, Uh like women will, we will always test you. So he talks a lot about that too, about like, we'll tell you, we don't want sex over and over again when we really do want some type of, like, we maybe just want to be like held and caressed and like appreciated. Um, Like some people need to be warmed up, like way warmed up before they engage in something like that. And so just really like asking your partner what their love languages are, like Mm -hmm. Playing with words of affirmation with physical touch with acts of service like some women get really turned on when you fix the toilet they're like oh my god he fixed the <laughs> like,
0: he's, I, <laughs> he's super handyman like, or, he yeah.
1: or he helped me with my project oh that was so hot i get your i get you not my I, i'm a quality acts of service kind Act of, person. of service
0: person <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so yeah it's 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 a the main trick is to not give up hope. At, okay. Like, just know that like, cause relationship with others, first and foremost relationship with self. So if there's a lack of intimacy somewhere, it's, it's a lack of intimacy with yourself first right. and foremost. Okay. So yeah, I could keep talking about that too. I'll stop there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, let's go ahead and let's get her, uh, get her wrapped up. so, uh, and, uh, Lindsay, how what's the best way of people being able to uh to to get a hold of you? Is there a, a website, anything like that that you would like to be able to share?
1: Um, I actually prefer my Instagram because it has the most content on it, but okay. you can also check out my website too. Um my Instagram is at Lindsay Marie, Marie Coaching. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, Marie M A R I E coaching. Okay and that's also my email address lindsaymariecoaching at gmail.com, and um uh, my website lindsaymariecoaching.com
0: okay all right and yeah you're kind of when it comes you're one of the uh one of the uh, interesting coaches where you're kind of exclusive on on Instagram you you really don't have a whole lot of other branching social media sites uh, pages do you
1: uh no i'm on linkedin and facebook um yeah, LinkedIn and Facebook too. Yeah,
0: but you're, you seem to be a lot more. You're it's really Instagram that you seem to seem to. to I, I think I see you the most most active on. So.
1: Yes, all my clients are on Instagram pretty much. Most of my the people on Facebook that reach out to me are are from India and they're right. not really interested in coaching.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's I, <laughs> I, I get a lot of. They're always that wanting to ask me if I if, if I want to want uh, want uh, crypto do start doing cryptocurrency, and I'm like, no. But I, I know where I know where they were going with. Uh, I'm sure I have a good idea where they were going with you. But still, it was yeah yeah. And sadly, uh, Facebook is it's it's gotten to be a kind of a mess. So, <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyhow, so um. So, Lindsay, uh, I appreciate. It. Is there any uh, any last uh, parting messages you'd like to give uh, give our audience uh, before we, before we part ways?
1: I'll just say, uh, talk about my program briefly. So, um, go ahead. Like I said, my name is Lindsay Marie. Lindsay Marie Barber, and I'm a dating and relationship coach for men, and I help men heal from past relationships and find ideal relationships in a 90-day program that includes everything that we talked about in this podcast, and uh, especially the embodiment of it, of being in your healthy masculine and being a leader in your relationships and your career and the world. And I love doing this work so much. like It is it's one-on-one coaching, and I create a lot of extra content specific to each client. And I love the relationships that I have with my clients and the way that they change their lives with their families and their partners and the ones that are just learning to date for the first time. It's so exciting to be working with men who are willing to go deep and, and have um, the kind of life that they really want.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So all right well guys give look her up over on Instagram go to her, her website if you want to do it that way she uh, she has got a lot of great information over there on Instagram just different ways of being able to to work on your mindset and if you're interested in seeing that and having her uh, coach you she accepts uh, accepts direct messages over there on Instagram and she would be happy to be able to help you so guys
1: Yes. And one more thing yes. you can also set up, uh, on my website too, if you don't have Instagram, there's a calendar and you can set up a 15 minute call with me to oh, there you
0: see,
1: go. be a good fit to work together.
0: Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Well, guys, um, thank y'all very much for, uh, for listening. I hope you gained a lot of great information from here. If you have any, uh, any comments, questions, uh, or, or anything like that, you know, you can get a hold of me over at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. Or you can uh, reach over to me over at uh, com forward slash contact. If uh, you found anything on here uh, that Lindsay said that was just, you know, just knocked it out of the park and you, immediately you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what Dave's having a problem with. You sent you all our all pod catchers these days, all your podcast podcasting apps have a share button so share that uh share this episode out share it with your friends your family your your neighbor down the street you know share it onto you on your facebook page your instagram page linkedin share it wherever it is you you like it that way we're able to help start grow this community and have a stronger community men who are all set to make sure that each of us become the best and the greatest that we possibly can so guys with that i'm gonna let you go y'all take care thanks again for everything so till next week Bye. Ah.